Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a news source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. My name is Dom Knight, Craig Rucastle and Charles Firth here. Craig, how's your voice today? Uh, voice is good. Yeah, sounds good. Charles? My, my voice is a little um, testy, yeah. I, I had uh, my anniversary on the weekend and then, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Well, this will be I've fun. gone hard. Uh, gone hard. I've gone hard this week. <laughs> well, what's not to love about this week? Melbourne's free. Trump's gone, sort of. Well, yeah, we're going to talk about that. That's him. one of the, Yeah, we'll look at whether he's actually gone or not, and mm. we'll look at the national anthem as well. But, but most importantly, I'm sure you're already aware of this amazing fact, which is that the Chaser website mm-hmm. is the number two most engaged with news service in the country. Guys, what's, we've made it. Do you mean do you mean number two in the sense of ranked second to number one, or do you mean number two in the sense of it's shit? <laughs> no, it's ranked so number two. I'll take. Can two. I tell you who the number three source is? Yes, ABC News. So you're saying the Chaser yeah. website has is is higher ranked as a news website than the yeah. ABC? Yes. Well, yes. You know, I, look, this is a, this is a terrible moment uh, for uh, humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fake news has truly triumphed. <laughs> if a satirical website is number two, yeah. yeah. But yeah. also, who are the people who are counting the chaser as a news source in the first yeah. place? It, now, when you say <laughs> most engaged with. Yeah. Does, is that because they include complaints? Is that why it's up there? <laughs> like, what does that mean, Charles? Well, look, I, 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 look, I'm not, I'm not a statistician. I'm not, I'm not Anthony Green. No, but no, so what happened? The the context for this is that. It's to do with Facebook. It's it's basically the Facebook ranking. So oh. oh. Is this Facebook getting revenge on the Australian so, news media? So in America, you know, they rank, you know, all the best, you know, yeah. top ten posts mm. of, of, of the day. And, you know, for, for last Sunday, which is when this was, you know, Donald Trump's post was the number one and then it was like ABC News then CNN, yeah. number two and three. In Australia... Somebody did. Number two was The Chaser. Number three was ABC News. Number five was Sky News. Seven was The Guardian. Like, pick up your game, Guardian. Again, this is, this is concerning. Yeah. I mean, now that it's Facebook, yeah, it makes yeah. a lot more sense to me. Yeah, right. Facebook <laughs> is about sharing incorrect information with other people. Yeah. Yeah. So, and The Chaser website has long been run by Russian troll farms. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Let's be clear on that. This is just yeah. this is just old aunties sharing Chaser stories thinking they're real yeah. and sending them to the, So I now okay. understand. That's Okay. Okay. What is the number one site? What was what was Chase Webster? I don't think like? we we don't need to go into that, Craig. I, I think I think <laughs> what, I what's imp- <laughs> can I guess? Yeah. Can well, I have a guess? Yeah. Well, if if it goes basically <laughs> the the more you'll bullshit know, can I just you say, become, you'll never guess. Okay, the more bullshit you become, the closer you get to the top. Like yeah. it was news.com.au. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, a slightly more reputable site, Pornhub. <laughs> was Pornhub number one? I'm sure it would have been, but no, I. I can tell you, um, 
It was Gold Coast Weather and News Together website. <laughs> what? There was a weather event on the Gold Coast. They had a storm or something. That was the most, that was the top post. That was the top news. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you sure this wasn't filtered by like stories about like felching or something? Yeah. Like, look, can we get, can we get Cam in here? Cam! This is the editor of the Chase website, Cam Smith. Cam! Who we spoke to in the last episode about how he lost the Chase's blue tick Cam! on Twitter. We need you in here. Yeah, we, need, we need you to just back up my assertions. We we did it. We're number two. We we are definitely number two. Do you know what the post at number one actually was? What what was it? It was a lost dog on the Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it was the number one post on Facebook in Australia. Okay, so okay. so all right, all right. great. All right. So so was your point more that essentially it was a slow news day? It was Sunday, and the chase. So what was the chasers post? I. Honestly, don't know. <laughs> this is the guy in charge of the website, guys. As you can see, no wonder we got to number two with this kind of fucking genius behind it here. Yeah. <laughs> I have I have no idea. No, but, but Craig, to be fair, Cam Cam has been very busy. Can I just ask one more question yeah. before you ask it? Yeah. Cam, can I ask you a question? Have you at least learnt the lesson? How many stories about lost dogs on the Gold Coast do you currently have on the website? We've got hundreds queued up for the site. Yeah, in fact, Cam's been out stealing dogs <laughs> just to boost our rankings. No, but no, but the reason why that you know he hasn't looked it up is because he's been actually dealing with a very important issue. He's been petitioning Parliament because, as you know, regular listeners would recall, last week. Cam led us to lose our blue tick, our very important blue tick on Twitter, yeah. right? By impersonating Donald Trump. Yeah. yeah. Minor thing. But, I mean, we didn't actually end up losing that much. Um, I think we were only gone for a day before Twitter realised there were nothing without us. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I mean, where's the power balance there? Twitter <laughs> yeah. or the chaser? Yeah, yeah but it, it has been a really big week for petitions. I don't know if you guys heard, but we uh, the Senate just passed the um, Kevin Rudd's Oh, wow, the 500,000 people with the petition for the Royal Commission. Oh, really? It actually went Uh, through. But that that was only one of many very large and important petitions today because we saw that and we thought, well, if Kevin Rudd can do it, why don't we take this to the people and say, hey, we've lost our tick. The Australian public obviously want us having our tick back. Yes. So we wrote to the, uh, the... the board, the board of petitions. I don't know what they're called. The House of Representatives petition thing. Is that how you started the letter? It was dear, whatever your name is. Good, good start. Again, research being the key to Cam's job here. Beautiful start. We'll fix it all in post. Um, yeah. So we we wrote off to the the petition board um, and we we penned a very. Very formal sounding petition because mm. Trump had gone out with his legalese earlier in the oh, yes. oh, right. so I to, hereby accept. I hereby declare. Did we put a hereby in? We, I think we got a hereby. So it was on Tuesday the 3rd of November, the Twitter corporation removed the verified status of beloved national comedy group The Chaser <laughs> for the minor misdemeanor of impersonating the United States president. We hereby ask the House to legislate that the Twitter corporation be required by law to return the Chaser's blue verification tick that was removed. For calling the United States president an idiot, <laughs> and yeah, and they and got back to us. They, got they wrote back today saying your petition was considered by the standing committee. 
and it was rejected. <laughs> That's good to know that we've wasted some politicians' time. That's good, Cam. I mean, that's, it's, I mean they could have been yeah. fixing something at that yeah, point. But cl- that, climate change, for yeah, example. Yeah. <laughs> well, it didn't. It didn't stop there. We yeah. we certainly did waste some politicians' time today because we wrote back with fuck. Sounds like the corrupt Twitter corporation has bribed you all into obedience. We demand to see the minutes of this meeting immediately. To which they replied, Good afternoon, Cam. Minutes of the private meetings of the committee are not disclosed. Please let us know if you have any further questions about your petition. (laughs) Which, of course... We do. Yes, which is. And so what are you going to do? What are we going to do about it? It's good that they didn't, they had no problem with you saying fuck to them. So that's good to know. (laughs) They're they're very nice. I think Mm. they're required to be because next we uh, hit them back with very well then, a battle it is. I will simply put in a freedom of information request to see what you corrupt bureaucrats are trying to hide from us. <laughs> Yours truly can. <laughs> That's well, very good. We go. Okay, well, like. so we await the FOI. Is there, yeah. Have they got back to us on that, Cam? No. Oh, they've got back to us again. We had a very productive day. Does, does the federal government have any real work to do during a pandemic? Clearly well, they're, not. They're trying to hush up a sex scandal. This is perfect chaff. Yeah. <laughs> much more important things to do. So they replied to us saying, "Good." afternoon, Cam. You may wish to note that the Department of House of Representatives is excluded from the Freedom of Information Act ah. under Section 68 of the Parliamentary Services Act. Regards the Secretariat. This is a big scoop. I mean, we wouldn't have known this if we hadn't written this. <laughs> this is a bigger scoop. We found out that the Freedom of Information doesn't apply to the government. You can't know what the government thinks. This goes all the way to the top, Cam. Take it further. And look, once you write this up for the website, I reckon we're going to beat the Gold Coast. <laughs> I'll slip a lost dog in there somewhere. People love news about Section 68A. (laughs) Fucking that's the way to go. So at that point I thought, all right, they've they've got us beat. Yes. We can't really do anything here. And then I had the thought, what if we start a petition to make it so that the department is included in the Freedom of Information (laughs) Act? Yes! (laughs) So we've gone and put that in at the moment. They haven't got back to me yet. Well done, Cam. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, wasting bureaucrats' time uh, when they could be doing better work. So it's, it's, it's not as pointless as Kevin Rudd's attempt to take on News Corp. So. Yeah, that's true, actually. It's, it's more likely to achieve change in the media than that is. Now, of course, um, that was the most important news of the week, but there is more news. Let's check in now with the Chaser Newsroom and Rebecca Dayanamuno. Spinal unit doctors have expressed amazement today after a local man miraculously regrew his missing spine. The patient, known only by the pseudonym M. Turnbull, had reportedly been suffering from a lack of backbone for years, following a bad fall in the poles that left him bending over backwards at even the slightest change of winds. Scott Morrison has today denied allegations that his government is misogynistic, pointing out that he never once interrupted Tony Abbott when he was Minister for Women. I spoke over hundreds of women, explained Morrison during Michaelia Cash's press conference, and not once did I hear them say anything about sexism while I was telling them there isn't a problem. America has today scraped a pass on their collective history exam after narrowly gaining a 51% correct score on who should be their next president. Though initially answering A, the fascist, Americans were then seen to cross out their answer and instead circle B, the guy who isn't perfect but at least he's not a fascist. That's the latest Chaser news. Check out chaser.com.au for more updates. Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. 
The Chaser Report is brought to you by the Chaser website. Now number two. Uh, don't know if you saw this this week, guys, that uh, there's a really big push on to change the Australian National Anthem. It's quite a, it's actually a good thing. Most people are getting behind it. The Premier of New South Wales got behind it. Mm. It's, it's, it's basically to change it so from Australians all let us rejoice for we are young and free mm. to be one and free because, you know, the Indigenous population kind of fairly points out that we're not the youngest of nations when you look at it. So most people are kind of behind that mm. and it looks like it might actually happen, right? I reckon it's a wasted opportunity to only change one word. Yes. Surely we can improve more than that. It should, we should just change the whole thing. Oh, so they, so no, they don't say we're, we're, so we are one and free. and free. We're in no way one. West Australia is halfway through seceding. Mm. Queensland doesn't want anyone else coming there. And also I don't and want Victoria to be, hates us all. I don't want to be part of Queensland either anyway. Like it should be at least two or three. Probably Maybe seven. Maybe that should be the the thing. For we are, For we are one and free. One, two or three. For we are 25 million and free, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I mean, that, that'd be good too. Uh, look, there's a lot of stuff you could change in this, to be fair. I mean, the word girt. Mm. Yes. I'd say more of them. <laughs> <laughs> For we are girt by girt. <laughs> yeah. But also, there's, down. there's lots of words that rhyme with girt, like hurt. Yep. For we are hurt by sea. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. good. That's the, that's true. Yeah. We are hurt by sea. We are burnt by the sea. Yeah. I mean, well, that's kind of pretty just sums up our last summer. I mean, we, we, surely we can improve this this thing here. Do, do we have wide brown land in our national anthem? Because I think we've got to get that in there somewhere as well. Oh, you're, you're trying to turn it into sunburnt country, are you? Yeah, it's not there. No, we've, mm. we we have golden soil and mm. wealth no, and soil. it's boring. That's and rubbish. That's, that's a shit one too. I the mean, the soil wants, is brown. Yeah, we've got brownish we've soil. We've got brown soil. And who wants to be wealth for toil? Like, no. You don't want to have to work for your yeah. wealth. That is very un-Australian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wealth for free. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like the way our system works is the wealthy get wealthier. You don't have to toil about it. Nah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's stupid. So you should change that. While we're yeah. there, and we like long weekends, is that the sort of? It's not in there. Not in there. We need to put that. That in. is the also most Australian the value of all. Yeah, I, I think mean the so. first one is a bit lame. Australians all let us rejoice. It never happened. What is rejoice? Is that like another child from Manu choice? <laughs> <laughs> Australians, actually, that yeah. might be true. Australians well, all be, let us rejoice. That makes it a sort of perennial yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Always at, topical. At, at one point, we will all create a child from Manu choice. It is, uh, when you do look at it, it yeah. is. Um, Fairly shit. That's terrible. Well, yeah. well history's page led every stage. I mean, that's just that's just shit writing. Is like, it's it's history's page led every stage advance Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this is and in joyful strains, like during COVID, we don't want any more strains of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And joyful strains sounds like something on the toilet. Like, what is joyful uh, strains? Uh, I'm trying to write a national anthem. Yeah. So I reckon that, look, if we're going to do this, we should change a lot more of it. Hmm. Or we could just use the second verse, <laughs> which nobody's aware of. I love it. Yes. Mm. You know, just, you guys probably know the second I know it starts with beneath our radiant southern cross, so the Bogans will like it. Yeah, exactly. And by radiant means because it's on fire. Yeah. Beneath our racist southern cross. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. The Chaser Report. Less news, more often. The Chaser Report is Australia's second most trusted news source behind the missing dog story. Now, Craig and Charles, when we last checked in on Donald Trump uh, in last week's episode, it was very late on election night. He was having a bit of trouble accepting the results. Frankly, we did win this election. We did win this election. 
Now, look, a day and a half later, he had some more time to think about the result, uh, looked at the numbers. It became very clear that in most swing states, probably Biden would be ahead. It was getting close to time to concede. So Trump went into the briefing room at the White House and he said this. If you count the legal votes, I easily win. What's your reaction to that? The second time he came out and claimed victory and it was looking almost impossible to win. I know. It was a big shock to me because up till that point in Trump's presidency, I thought he was a really sane individual <laughs> who, you know, weighed up things <laughs> in a positive way. It really shocked me. The thing that amazed me was how unshocked every single person was about him doing this. Yeah, I guess because he'd been warning us for months of yeah. what was going to happen. <laughs> there was a bizarre story that came out this week actually off the back of that, which was, was it? Yeah, it was like on the inside as one of the journalists talked about the fact that Joe Hockey's told him that Donald Trump had still not returned to him his his score sheet from the last game of golf they played because basically <laughs> hockey had fucked up and beaten Trump. I mean, it should never do. What's your we're one job as an Australian diplomat in in America is to lose golf to Trump. So he's stuffed up and won. Oh, he and was Georgia. Trump has taken it and will not give it back to him. He won't have the like the evidence of the fact that he's lost his golf That's game. So funny. Well, that wasn't a that wasn't a legal golf score. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, have to go through the, the legal yeah. strokes. Yeah. I win. <laughs> exactly. It's extraordinary, though. It's but this situation is extraordinary, Craig, because um, what happened after that little speech was that all the major networks and newspapers called the race, right? So Joe Biden's being referred called to- Called the race riot. <laughs> called the- Yeah, there, were, there probably were race riots. probably will be race riots. But, so they said Joe Biden's won the election. He's now being called the president-elect. Um, he's naming his transition team. World leaders are calling him. Even mm. ScoMo congratulated him uh, on, on winning the election. Mm. But instead of accepting they lost, some Republicans and their supporters- having real trouble processing this result. It's not just Trump. Let me give you Mike Pompeo. So he's the Secretary of State, basically the Foreign Minister. Uh, This is what he said in a press conference uh, yesterday. Is the State Department currently preparing to engage with the Biden transition team? And if not, at what point does a delay hamper a smooth transition or pose a risk to national security? There will be a smooth transition to a second Trump administration. (laughs) So they just... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. See, I'm pretending it's it. not happening. I actually love that guy. Like, I just, <laughs> it's so great. Just go, yeah, we're preparing for the second Trump administration. And if that's the case, he's just been playing golf every day. That's you preparing for the second Trump administration? What was the name of that? Remember during the Iraq war? Mm. It oh, was that Chemical Ali. Yeah, Chemical yeah. Ali. He just came out every day and said whatever. So, you know, Saddam Hussein is great. He's good. Oh, yes. We are winning this war. You know, as, <laughs> as they lost. And uh, I think that that's Mike Pompeo's it's, role now. It's a good approach. I, I, are we going to end up in the sort of – was it in Brazil or, or somewhere where – they ended up with a sort of contested – for a few months there was a completely contested thing. There was two people who just said – Well, both claimed to be president. Like president. Yeah. Mm. Is well, that that's where we are happen? now because Trump uh, is now – Trump's now ordered the budget department to prepare 
the 2022 budget that he so was presenting in February. So he's, he's, he's doing a George Costanza. Yeah. He's just pretending that he, he hasn't been fired. He's yeah. going to stick around. So they're all yeah. going, we don't know if we should do this work. Like, clearly he's not yeah, going to be not there. Gonna put your best but work we've been into told that, to do it. <laughs> yeah. But look, actually, the chemical Ali of the situation, we all know very well. It's a man by the name of Rudy Giuliani. He's oh, the personal yeah. lawyer to the president. Uh, also, the guy who got him impeached over that whole Ukraine thing, by the way. Rudy was responsible for the Best moment of the week. Um, he held a press conference oh, and it's gotten a lot of oh, coverage, so we've got to get into it. Yes. Um, and um, yes. look, Trump tweeted, big press conference at the Four Seasons. Yes. He then said, no, no, the press conference is half an hour later and it's at the Four Seasons total landscaping in suburban Philadelphia. And so Rudy Giuliani gets up and the first thing someone says is, what's your reaction to them calling the election for Joe Biden. He had to think quick. He didn't realise that they'd done this. Here's what he said. All the, oh my goodness, all the networks. Wow. All the networks. We have to forget about the law. Judges don't count. There you go. So that's Trump's best defender. Yeah. Trying to say that they've got to keep going. Heavy-handed sarcasm. Yeah. It's your... <laughs> Does that hold up in court? I've never that been in court. That's a good approach court. in court. Yeah, yeah. yeah you go, it, right. Oh, oh, <laughs> did he win, did he? <laughs> oh, that little vote words. But so he was standing in front of a garage door mm. um, at this weird <laughs> warehouse in the middle of nowhere mm. next to a crematorium on one side. On the other side, a dildo shop. I mean, is that a good venue for this press conference? It's certainly got everyone think, talking. It's an yes. appropriate venue. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I think I think Trump would have wanted him to. He was like he would have initially booked the actual Four Seasons Hotel and then thought, oh, I really want Juliana to pick me up a dildo on the way home. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be more convenient if we did it here. Uh, yeah. Do we it, do we know what the story was there? Like, was it has it been confirmed that it was just no. Like, Everyone's trying to find up. out whether it was a fuck up because surely it I was. Mean, it has to be a fuck up. You didn't. But it, I they're mean, claiming it, was it wasn't. Up, but they're claiming that it was the base and it was the like um, nah. the heart thing. But nah. the best part of that, Craig, <laughs> to follow up from your your point, people have actually been calling the Fantasy Island Adult Store and asking if Rudy Giuliani is there. The seventy six year old guy behind the desk is sick of all the calls to ask if Rudy's still there. Ah, oh, Jesus, that's that's uh, okay. That's very disturbing that a seventy six year old would run a dildo shop. <laughs> yeah, that is, isn't it? You're like you're kind yeah. of walking in there going, "Ooh, Ugh, this puts me off the mood." <laughs> well, it's one stop from there to the crematorium. Sorry to be ageist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but look, a lot of other people are not taking the results seriously. They're refusing to acknowledge what's been decided, what's really pretty clear. Is Chaz aware you host Planet America now? <laughs> and one of my absolute favourites, I don't know if he's made it on a Planet America, but he's certainly making it on our podcast, uh, is an American televangelist called Kenneth Copeland, mm. who, like Rudy Giuliani, tried sarcasm uh, for the result. The Associated Press said that Joe Biden is president. Ha! <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's going to be president. Mickey Mouse is going to be king. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I love about that actual clip, if you actually watch it, mm. it's quite fascinating because he starts this kind of mad laugh, you know, that mad laugh. And then he just keeps going with it. And you, you see the audience who are like initially in on it, like going, he's going to go, ha ha ha, what a joke. <laughs> but he just keeps going. And they kind of, they then get a bit, 
you could see in their eyes a bit like, what the fuck are we meant to do with this king? And then he keeps it up for so long, they all stand up and start applauding. And he actually creates the situation, this mad televangelist kind of gets everyone out of their seats to clap because of the insanity of what he's doing. And I just I loved watching it because I think it's, I'm going to take that on board. Yes, I cut yes. the audio down actually; it was much longer. Yeah, it was much, that's what I mean. It went for ages, yeah. and they didn't know what to do. And then they finally started applauding and stood up and gave him a standing ovation. The other thing is he he um, for long term chaser fans he actually looked like one of our most beloved characters, Mister Trololo, if he'd stuck around and had plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah, but anyway. Um, so there's Trump derangement syndrome. I mean, people have accused liberals of having this, but actually it seems that the right have this at the moment, Giles. Mm. Um, and it's even here in Australia. Check out uh, this guy on our very own version of Fox, Sky News. Many were saying before the election that Trump's concerns about potential voter fraud were exaggerated. In the light of these dramatic changes in the last 24 hours, and I've been around a long time in this stuff, it appears to me Trump's comments may have been understated. There you go. Trump didn't go far enough, apparently, <laughs> according to Alan Jones. Yeah, let's see. Uh, well, let's see. You're going to trust a guy who's holed up on a giant farm in Sutton Forest. He'd probably know what's going on in America. He, he don't. Don't you think that it's really sad? I mean, no, not that I like Alan Jones at all, but don't you think it's a little bit like he's now in the twilight of his career? It's a bit. He's like John Laws on 2SM. He's sort of out there flailing around trying to find relevance. Like yeah. a turtle flailing upside down. Yeah. That's actually wrong though because it's actually Sky News has become one of the biggest yeah. things on just, YouTube. Just below, just below the chaser actually. I stole this audio from Media Watch so I should acknowledge that they've pointed that out. Three million, yeah, yeah. three million views oh, I, I am enjoying of that clip. This is good doing both Planet America and Media Watch at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Well, then you'll know the other clip that I'm going to play. This is another Sky News star. And what I love about this is that he flew all the way to Washington to get it this badly wrong. Here's Chris Kenny. This has been a big win for mainstream values against the elites. It's been a big win for democracy against a media push. And I've got to tell you, if you weren't watching Sky News in Australia, this will all come as an absolute surprise to you. If you're watching Sky News, you might think Biden won. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this, this is why you got to watch Sky. <laughs> but look, i got to say that it's not just the Sky News weirdos late at night. There have been some people in Australia uh, who are also suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, some people very close to home. I'm calling this election for Donald Trump. <laughs> he uh, looks like he's going to win North Carolina, but there's no path to victory for Biden. That guarantee. Biden has been given the kiss of death. Tom said he was going to win, so Trump's got this. <laughs> Both yeah, of you. Craig, yeah, Craig. Both you, of you were you, wrong. You called it wrong. Yeah, I called it wrong. Yeah, but you called it wrong later. I was at least bold and called it wrong first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You said he had no path to victory. <laughs> yeah. I still reckon that Dom being on Biden's side may fuck it up for him. <laughs> <laughs> like until you see him take over the yes. presidency. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Fortunately, there was one person on this podcast who saw clearly – and I've just edited my call just a little bit, just to make it seem more impressive. <laughs> I say that Charles is full of it and that Biden will do just fine and win. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Well, well, well done, Aaron Sorkin. Aaron, want to buy a dildo? The Chaser Report. More news, less often. The Chaser Report is brought to you by The Chaser website, always number two.
except for the other weeks when we're five, ten, or something lower. Now, before I begin this story, I I do want to just preface it by saying I I am actually a good parent. Okay, there is no evidence of that, nope. but do go on. Nope. Yeah, keep going. Now, so I'm, I'm not docs, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, although they will Thank get God. this recording later. <laughs> now, I'm as a parent, I sort of. I do like to encourage risk-taking. Risk mm-hmm. You know, as the, I've got two boys. As they're growing up, you want mm-hmm. them to sort of, you know, just expand their horizons on the world. You know, my, my son, my 12-year-old, um, has recently got into graffiti. So, you know, I take him out to walls at night and we go graffitiing. Is it's that just fun. cover for his huffing? <laughs> <laughs> Was it Nangs? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, is your son Banksy? <laughs> that would be yeah. so cool. No, so, but so you take him out and you sit there while he does graffiti. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's kind of, that kind of takes a little bit of the cool away. <laughs> <laughs> like if Banksy's dad was there. <laughs> anyway, but the other thing he's been getting into is skateboarding, mm-hmm. right? And How old so, is he? 12. Oh, yeah, this is true. This is exactly what I went through at 12 too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even I did <laughs> like skateboarding. Yeah, exactly. And um, and the why not combine the two? We go mm-hmm. out at night, do a bit of graffitiing and then learn skateboarding because he hasn't done skateboarding yep. before. So he's got to sort of learn. So this is interesting because normally like back in the day, all those sort of skateboard colour gang type hoods, mm. they did it without parental involvement. <laughs> I, I think they were tr- disobeying their parents. You've gone another way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that he'll rebel and say, no, I want to stay home and do my homework. <laughs> but anyway, so had a bit of an argument with the wife who sort of went, well, he can do all this, but he's got to wear a helmet, right? Yes. I don't know about you, but back in my day, well, we never, we didn't wear helmets for bikes, certainly not for skateboarding. Like mm. how much brain damage can you get from a skateboard? You just fall off and, and well, you I just mean, jump off. I mean, yeah, I reckon, I mean, I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we, she sort of inserted herself in this argument and hardly to my surprise, my 12-year-old, uh, basically just went, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, I should wear a helmet. This would be yeah, much safer. Because he still has his brain. Yeah. <laughs> and, and whereas you're going, no, don't do it, kid, you nerd. If you nerd in your helmet. If you'd done it the other way around and you got in the head injury first, <laughs> then he'd be anti-helmet. Yes. This, you've, you've messed it oh, up. I've stuffed up the whole parenthood thing. I am a bad parent. <laughs> anyway, so we'd just done some graffiti. We're coming down this big, quite steep hill at uh, Sydney University, like down from the graffiti. Yeah, because that's the place where all the cool skaters go, Sydney University. (laughs) Anyway, so, and the thing is, he, because he's just learned, he hasn't learned, I haven't taught him how to turn yet on a Mm. skateboard. Mm. So he goes round the corner, you know, out to sort of Ross Street, like, you know, at the bat, and just goes way too fast, falls off, and goes flat on his back, like really hard, really fast. And the last thing to sort of smash against the ground was his head in, at great speed. And was he wearing the helmet? He was wearing the helmet. Ah. It, it literally saved his life. It oh. literally saved his life. And yet you'd been arguing against it. <laughs> yes. Anyway, point is, <laughs> yeah. so I – move on from that point. So I run over and, you know, say, so, oh, thank God you were wearing a helmet. He didn't pass out or anything like that. But – for the next six hours or so, he had total amnesia. Oh my god! Because like, this was on this was on Halloween uh, did night. You, did you use? Did you go? Can I borrow five bucks? 
<laughs> Did you say oh, your man. father's a lovely, responsible man who would never get you to skateboard without a helmet? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it, it, it was scary because he couldn't, you know, and so, it, so we took him to hospital, of course. And, you know, at the beginning it was things like, you know, do you know what day it is? And it was a, well, they normally, ask, they normally ask who the President of the United States is, but yeah. it, that probably wasn't clear yeah, at that it point. it wasn't clear at that point. <laughs> yeah. Well, and they've, they've got rid of the Prime Minister <laughs> question that, as yeah, well. He started really. going into it going, well, look, in Georgia he's ahead <laughs> yeah. by a thousand points. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think we'll be yeah, fine. Electoral College <laughs> says, yeah. <laughs> no, they went, oh, no, this man's going to turn into a nerd. <laughs> Get him out there. <laughs> Take off his helmet. No, so anyway, so uh, it was pretty scary. Um and but, but and so by the time we get the I get the, so his mum of course looks after him overnight because he only allowed one carer. Um, yeah, and frankly, yeah. you'd already failed for the day. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll take over from him. Yeah. And you know, like so, he couldn't. And so, you know, where are you? What days? What is this? But by the time I got there, about seven a.m. the next morning. He'd started to sort of get with it. He'd, he was still – there was a sort of three things test that he kept failing. But oh other gosh. than that, it's fine. Anyway. Person, so, woman, man, camera. It, no, it was – it was what was it? It was oh, – I can't remember. <laughs> no, it was keys, <laughs> cup, and bird. That's where really? you had to remember. In fact, his first memory oh, – because he blanked out for six hours. His first memory is being in hospital and waking up and go like – coming to and looking around go, and then they walk over to him and they say, okay, now what are the three things you were supposed to remember? <laughs> and it had no context for it. So what are you talking what about? Talking about? Yeah. Helmet, don't ride yeah. a skateboard and my dad's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so his mum leaves to go and get some rest. I stay with him. The nurse comes over and and he goes, you know, and they go, you know, where are you? Oh, I'm at RPA Hospital. What day is it? Oh, it's, I think it's Sunday by now. Um, what month is it? It's November now. Um, and then they go, and who is this? And he goes, I have never seen that man in my life. <laughs> and that's when we knew he was back to normal. <laughs> Point is that they, they knew he was all right when he tried to, to not claim you as his father. Yeah. It's like, yeah. that's, that's yeah. a sign of sanity. Yeah. His head's together. Yeah, amnesia's one thing. That was just taste. <laughs> now, but, um, okay, so then the nurse takes me aside and starts says, to, who are you, weird man? Can you please leave me here? <laughs> so this, no, this isn't the follow-up. So this is the follow-up. This is a few days later. The nurse takes me aside and asks me, so have you been treated? How's he going? He's fine. Blah, 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 blah. How are you going? Like, have you been treating him differently? Because they, they want to make sure that, you know, you know, you're looking after your kid, I suppose, or something. I don't know. Really? You know, like, and you're not yeah, like, like, a bit late for that, arguably. And were you just like, no, no, it's all right. I pushed him down a hill this morning <laughs> no, on skateboard too. No, but I start telling anecdotes. I say, yeah, I suppose I am treating him differently because usually, you know, when he doesn't have a bath, I give him a Chinese burn and uh, and then he has the bath. <laughs> and the, and I like the, that was both abusive sort of and racist. <laughs> well done. <laughs> <laughs> the nurse just sort of tilts her head a bit and then, and then I'd say, oh, yeah, and, you know, when he refused, refuses to go to bed, I usually just drag him off our bed and, you know, he sometimes hits his head. So, you know, I've stopped doing that as well. You know, thinking, oh, this is, I'm presenting myself as the responsible nurse. <laughs> <laughs> she's going, she's sort of looking at over at Hartley. <laughs> sort of I, I tell you what, Charles, look, look yeah. the only thing that's worse than you telling these stories to a nurse yeah. are putting them down in some kind of recordable fashion <laughs> yeah, where they can be played back to like a courtroom <laughs> at some point, okay? Just as long <laughs> as you 
don't do that, Charles. It's okay. fine, okay? Well, well, then I'm fine. I mean, what day is it anyway? Where are we? <laughs> yes. What am I doing? I hope his new family um, looks after him a bit better. I mean, that's the, the happy ending to this whole story. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. And that's it for the Chase Report. Don't forget the minis get put out midweek. And big thanks to Mike Liberale, the now liberated Mike Liberale, our producer who makes all of this happen. We're almost done with this week's episode, except for that bit where we pretend to be surprised that there's late-breaking news in the Chase newsroom with Rebecca Dayunamuno. Russian president and famed Dobby the House Elf impersonator Vladimir Putin has today stepped down from his role as the leader of Russia after losing the American election. Putin will be best remembered for his legacy of killing any journalists who write bad things about him and also having a really tiny penis and horribly bad... Wait, 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 where are you taking me? Uh, You can find The Chaser, of course, The Chaser website, apparently the second most popular news source in the country at chaser.com.au, the TikTok, the Instagram, the Twitter, all the usual stuff. Catch you next time. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.